This is Rabbi Yolan Feldman, and I'm coming to you on Erev Hanukkah of 5779. And as in previous years, the goal of this series, Hanukkah Minutes, is to provide you with a Hanukkah thought each day of Hanukkah. And the reason that that's important is because Hanukkah is a yomtiv that should make a difference, but is easily um, relegated to... Uh, to a short few minutes a day when we light the menorah or when we recite al during benching or during davening. And it's very uh, challenging to experience Hanukkah in a way that it will make a difference in our lives. So the goal here is to provide a thought that you can contemplate during the course of the day, not only during the light of, uh, lighting of the menorah, but uh, during the course of the day. Um, Hanukkah really is a challenging holiday because uh, it comes and goes before you know it. We go about our daily business and we need to interrupt the routine. We need to interrupt the ordinary and turn Hanukkah into the celebration of the extraordinary, literally the miraculous, which is what Hanukkah is all about. Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg taught us that when Chazal create a Yom Tov, as they do with Hanukkah and Purim, these are two Yom Tovim that don't exist in the Torah, and these are rabbinic in nature. When they create a Yom Tov, they're not just commemorating a, a miracle or even hoping that we remember the significance of the miracle. They are actually providing tools for us to continue to exist while we are trying to endure Gullus, while we're trying to endure exile. The uh, exile of Yavan, of Greece, is entirely different than the other exiles. The other exiles were invading armies or armies that captured Jews, that displaced Jews, that brought us to other lands. And of course we had not only physical challenges, but we also had cultural challenges, no question about it. But in the case of Hanukkah, the exile was in Eretz Yisrael. We were in our land, we weren't displaced, we still had a Beis HaMikdash. The exile was really from ourselves. The exile was from our soul. The exile was from our essence, from our Torah. Because the Greeks wanted to impose upon us their philosophy, their view of life, and to cause us to abandon the view of life through the eyes of Hashem, which is through the Torah. So the celebration of Hanukkah is the celebration of the ability of the Jew to withstand this and to be able to persevere over the very enticing philosophy of Greece. Now, I can't speak for everybody, but I can tell you that I find that in today's world, there are times when expressing the view of the Torah is quite challenging, where uh, it is so out of fashion and so incorrect to state the views of the Torah that sometimes... Uh, I wonder if I'm suppressing myself and thinking too much like an alien, non-Jewish person would be thinking. Hanukkah is a critical Yom Tov, uh, where we remember that Hashem runs the world moment by moment, where we remember that we owe our lives and our existence to Hashem, where we see the miraculous everywhere, where we know that the light of the Torah is the only light that we're designed to follow, that other lights look like light, but they are actually darkness, 
and that our lives can be elevated and sanctified if we embrace the Torah and refuse to succumb to the enticement of the alien cultures that we are surrounded by. So uh, for now, let me just suggest that you try to create uh, a habit for yourself around the lighting of the menorah or sometime during the course of the evening, each night of Hanukkah. Besides what we're going to be doing with children, because Hanukkah certainly does uh, require a focus on children, but besides that, adults deserve to have their moments too. So my suggestion today, seize the moment. Don't let Hanukkah go without allowing it to penetrate your soul. So suggestion number one, spend some time with the menorah. Not only preparing the menorah, which is a good idea, if you're getting this before you were planning to get your menorah out and get set up, or each day, uh, see setting up the menorah as a privilege and as a, a sacred task. But after it's lit, spend some time with it. Just sit and stare at it. We say, We have no permission to use Hanukkah lights, just to look at them. But it could be translated as, but we're supposed to gaze at them, meaning look at them and just with quiet surrounding you, just contemplate what does that pure light of the menorah mean to you and how does it communicate with your neshama. Another suggestion, study Torah by the menorah. I don't mean use the light of the menorah to read the text, but study by the menorah, even a minute, two minutes, with somebody, without somebody. It'll transform the way you experience the menorah. Ask a question, ask a Torah question after lighting the menorah, after you sing Ma'osur and Haneris Halalu. Ask a question. Come to the menorah lighting with a question about Hanukkah, uh, about the Halacha, or about the Parsha, and just discuss that with somebody, with the children, with a friend, with a spouse. Another uh, great practice is to recite Anabakawach, the Tfilas Rab Nuchunyav and Akana, that if exists that's found in the Sidurim right before Lachadodi on Friday night. Uh, reciting that, especially being aware of its translation, what it means, each word there is unbelievable and highly appropriate for lighting the menorah. And notice that Moz Tzur is a song that celebrates all the miracles in. Jewish history, not just Hanukkah. Hanukkah gets one paragraph, but it, uh, that's because when we notice the miraculous, we don't just notice one miracle, we notice miracles all over. And so take the time to notice a miracle in your life. Take the time to notice that your life is a miracle. Uh, you, you can notice any one miracle in your life, and then you'll notice that everything in your life is a miracle. So take the time to do that. And thank Hashem that He brought us to this moment where he gave us the opportunity to absorb the light of the menorah, the light of the Torah, and to project it to the entire world. A happy Hanukkah.